The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast. Welcome to the Tuesday edition as we take time in God's Word. And uh, we are so glad you're with us, whether you're watching this live at 11 or watching it later or listening to it in audio format. I am grateful that you've given me the opportunity to be part of your day and hopefully to speak into your life from the Word of God. Uh, we're in Psalm chapter 131 this morning. And this, this section is unique. One, it's three verses, uh, but it really focuses itself on, on one primary thought. And it just really comes down to humility before the Lord. Uh, one of the things we've mentioned as we've studied uh, throughout the book of Psalms, and I've mentioned more than once, why I appreciate and like, um, uh, love, love studying the Psalm from the perspective of David's relationship with God. It's, it does give us an idea of what the relationship is supposed to look like. And more than once, David has been very honest with God over frustration. David's, I don't want to say called out God, but said, Lord, why is this happening? And yet there are many times many times, and almost every one of those passages at the end of the chapter, David is reiterating his security, reiterating his dependence upon God, reiterating his um, affirmation that he's going to follow God. So even in the times where David verbalizes and vocalizes frustration, he comes to the end with with renewed assurance that God is in control and knows what he's doing. In this situation, what we're going to look at is we're going to look at a passage that does give the heart of the matter. It does show us the heart, but it's a very important heart because it's a... when we're, if we're going to hold steadily on the sovereignty of God, now please understand, the sovereignty, God knows what's going on, he's in control, but the sovereignty of God, somehow because of God's sovereignty, does line up with the free will of man. So while God is sovereign, he does not dictate everything in my life. He's in control, but he gives me a free will to choose. He gives me direction, he gives me wisdom, he gives me this. I can choose what I'm going to do with that. And, and so really, you know, they, they run hand in hand. The sovereignty got a free will of man, and it doesn't always understand, you know, someone else may do something to you through their free will to hurt you. God's sovereignty can take care of that. God is always working, and he's always working in this. So, but in our relationship, while we hold steadily to the sovereignty of God, that he is in control, he loves us, he loves us more than we could ever imagine, In all of that, we look at the fact that there needs to be an appropriate, submissive, humble mindset when we come to God. Scripture tells us to come boldly before the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That's 100% accurate. But I believe if to come boldly before the throne of grace, we need to have an appropriate, appropriate view of who God is and who we are. So we don't come arrogantly before the throne of grace. There's a difference between coming boldly before the throne of grace and becoming arrogantly before the throne of grace. And we're going to see that in these three verses. So Psalm 131, verse 1, Lord, my heart is not haughty, nor mine eyes lofty. Neither do I exercise myself in great matters or in things too high for me. So he starts off, my heart is not haughty, eyes lofty. Now, obviously, the simple idea of haughty is proud, full of pride. He said, my, eye, my heart, my eyes, they're not, I, let me just finish the verse. I, I, nor do I exercise myself in great matters or in things too high for me. David's saying, I understand who I am. I understand my strengths. I understand my weaknesses. And I, some people would say today, I'm willing to stay in my lane. I understand, Lord, I'm, I'm not striving to think that I, am, that I am good enough to tell God what he's supposed to do. I don't think I'm good enough to over-talk or usurp 
or other people. I don't think I'm important enough to know everything going on and everybody's got to listen to me. You know, David, it, it probably is a younger boy at this time, is, is really, he's got a heart that says, Lord, I don't understand everything going on. I can't control everything going on. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to stay close to you. The Bible tells us in Proverbs, this is just one verse, but there's many accounts of this type of idea where before honor, the heart, you know, before honor, the heart of the man is, you know, basically the hum, humility brings honor to God. Haughtiness or pride brings destruction. That's what it was. Before destruction, the heart of the man is haughty. And before honor is humility. And so what he's, what he's having, he's, he's coming before God with the recognition. God, you know, here's the thing. Sometimes we look at what's going on and we say, Lord, I don't understand why you're doing this. Excuse me. I don't understand why I find myself in the circumstance. And I don't think that those questions are wrong. Please understand me. I don't think they're wrong. But here, here's an interesting point in that. When I come to God and I say, I don't understand what's going on, I don't come haughty saying, God, how dare you allow this? I come to God and say, I don't understand what's going on. So in humility, I need your help. Humility, I need your grace because what I'm facing is overwhelming. Uh, what I'm praying for that just doesn't seem to have been answered yet seems to be a bit overwhelming for me. And Lord, it, it is overwhelming. So I come and it's simply, it's kind of, it's a prayer of submission. Lord, all the things, you know, and, and we, we, would, we could take a guess that David might have even been running away from Saul at this point. So let's say that's true. If in this Psalm, David's running away from King Saul, who's trying to kill him. So he, he says this, um, verse two, surely I have behaved and quieted myself as a child that is weaned of his mother. So even as a weaned child, so he's, I'm content. And really the idea of there is contentment. He said, I, and in verse one, he basically says, I'm not willing to exercise the matters greater than me. He, he's the king. I don't understand what's all going on. I don't like what he's doing and I'm running from it, but I'm not going to try and figure out what's going on or why. I'm not trying to assume that I know something I really don't. He said, what I'm going to do in verse two is I'm going to behave myself like I am content. I don't need more. Uh, where I'm at is where you have me. It is not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy place to be because what we believe as Amer and I would say more as American Christians, we believe that contentment comes when God has solved all of our problems and given us great blessing or made sure that we have extra. So when I am extra and I'm complete and I don't have any potential battles, well, obviously I'll be content then because now God's working in my life and that's not biblical. He tells us in Thess I think, First Thessalonians, I think it is, don't mean if it's Philippians, one of them, rejoice evermore. And what he says in Philippians, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. That means wherever you're at, the battle, the struggle, the hurt, give thanks. Give, maybe give thanks for where you're at. Give thanks for the fact that God is there. Get, the key is this, that I'm not in this alone. So I come humbly. So Lord, I, I, do, I never come arrogantly to prayer with the idea that, Lord, that I believe in my heart that I'm better than you and, how, and I get frustrated or, or offended that you are not doing what I want. That's really what it comes down to. So, Lord, I will humbly submit myself to this circumstance no matter how much I don't understand it. And, Lord, I will give it to you. And I will accept that. Then he continues and says the same thing. Let Israel hope in the Lord from henceforth and forever. So he finishes with his own nation. Let us continue to hope. Okay, let's give a... Uh, just a, a, a couple simple concluding thoughts. We, we are living, uh, hopefully, at the end of a pandemic. I've, I heard a statistic over the weekend that more people have died in this pandemic than died in World War II. 
We look at a lot of times and all we see is the politics behind the vaccine, behind the mandates, behind the masks and all these things. And so we run to say that this isn't a real disease. A lot of people, people we know, people we know have been attached to people who have died as a result of this. So this is real. I hope hope we don't look at it fake. But when we look at this, we say, Lord, I don't understand why. We look at some natural disasters. We look at the political unrest. We look at where we look at where our world's at. And we say, Lord, and so what do we do? We begin to calculate in our mind how we think it'll solve it or what president will solve it. May we come humbly and say, God, I know you've got a plan. I don't want to come in and try and tell you how to do it. Okay. Well, I, my family, this is happening. I don't understand it. You know, my, my child's this doing this and I really wish they'd be doing that. Or my marriage is here and I really wish it were here. Now, if, if we come in and say, God, my marriage is here, fix my spouse. Well, then we've missed the point. And that is arrogant. But if we come in and say, God, would you work your plan? And then we sit back and wait and watch it unfold. I'm telling you, there are days where it feels like nothing's going to unfold. And then there are days where you can see God intimately working in the situation. But no, he always is. And so where it starts with is this humble spirit. Here's why I'll finish with this. If we don't, if we come to the God, if we come to God haughty and we don't come to him humbly, we may not have the ability to see what he's doing until I have been humbled to the point where I can recognize the voice of God and I can see his movement. I might not even see him answering my prayer because my arrogance pushes me to see what I want, not what he's doing. And may my humility allow me to see what he's doing in the midst of things that make no sense. And whatever he does, allow him to do it and be content in it. I don't know what situation you find yourself in today, but I encourage contentment. I encourage contentment. It comes from the word of God, from prayer, to trust the fact that he knows what he's doing and he is doing something. And so just stay close to him and allow him to do it. I thank you for the opportunity you've given me to be part of your day. I hope it was a help. hope it's an encouragement. Um, hope it inspires you to really believe that God is doing something in your life. Trust in that and keep going strong. Again, appreciate the privilege I have to be part of your day. We hope you have a great remainder of your day and we'll hope you join us again tomorrow. God bless.